Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today's episode is another deep dive. Uh, today we have it. The reason why we chose this was because I, I had already seen something about this on uh, what, what are those guys? Uh, ghost, the ghost guys, the ghost hunt, not ghost, ghost hunters. Adventures? Yes, Zach Baggins. Yeah. Yeah. With well, yeah, I'm I don't know why I forgot forget his fucking yeah. name. Uh, we haven't talked about him in a while. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, uh, Zach Baggins had an episode where they talked about this one uh, doll. And uh, recently I was on, you know, flipping through Facebook. And like I said, I'm, I'm in some paranormal groups and they, they started talking about this doll specifically. And if you if anybody would like want to come face to face with them. And I was like, you know what? Michelle's like, give me some topics. And I was like this and this. And she's like, no, yeah. I said how I went. Well, kind of. I said, do you want a haunted building, a haunted object, or a haunted person? And you're like, oh, there's this thing. And I was like, all right, haunted object. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, and the only reason I like I, I threw I spitballed that was because like I said, I had just seen it like the day before or something. And I was like, that this thing looks really creepy. So yeah. it is pretty creepy. Did we already say what it was? No, we haven't. Okay. I was like, wait, did I miss that? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Okay. So our topic for today is Robert the Doll. Um, Eric, before you saw this, like Zach Baggins or uh, Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventure, sorry, had you ever heard of him before? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, and it was that, you know how he had um, like this little spinoff show where they put shit in his museum or they would do stuff in his museum. Did you ever see that? I no, I didn't. I, I wanted to see, I think he did like, it's like a quarantine special that mm. I wanted to see. And I just ended up not cause we didn't have like, what is it? Discovery plus or oh, okay. whatever yeah. it's on, but this was on Hulu. Yeah. This was on Hulu for a little bit. And uh, I mean, there was a bunch of things like they had stuff from the mafia and they had, uh, the 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 book or the book the box. box yeah did I ever the, talk about my experience at the I maybe maybe probably I think so I'm not sure though I I know I've heard some stuff but I don't know specifically what you're thinking about right now mm. um yeah and and then one of them was Robert the Dawn I was like that thing is fucking creepy. Because uh, supposedly they were trying to see if he would like keep the dollar if he wanted the dollar or some shit uh, like that. I'm surprised he didn't take it. Yeah, I don't remember what happened in, in the episode, but anyway, that was the first, that was my first experience with it. And like I said, I saw it recently um, in that Facebook group, so I was like, oh well, this is kind of creepy. Yeah, it's uh, kind of my worst nightmare also. I mean, you know, haunted dolls are, are not my favorite thing. Um, Said the girl I who bought a creepy nun doll. Okay, <laughs> speaking of this creepy nun doll. Um, so so Dad, you know, and, and Ruth were, were up here this weekend. And Eric and I already had this conversation, but I'll just say it out loud to you guys because it was kind of embarrassing. But... Um, so basically, you know, 
I was like, okay, yeah, good night, everybody, and like put them in the spare bedroom and like went to the bedroom and I forgot to give them a blanket, like a good hostess. So they slept with no blanket the first night they were here. <laughs> and because they had no blanket, like obviously they were freezing. And uh, Ruth said, like, because she was freezing, she ended up having a nightmare, which did, does that ever happen to you? Like, there's times where I'm having like a really shitty nightmare. And when I wake up from it, for whatever reason, I'm like completely uncovered and I'm literally like shivering, like, <sighs> like teeth chattering, like whole body, like convulsing, like I am freezing fucking cold. And it's because a ghost a pulled the blankets off of you. I mean, maybe, honestly, I've never wanted to think of it that way. But maybe, but yeah, I'm just like completely uncovered and like freezing my ass off and I have a nightmare or I've, I had a nightmare and that's why I woke up. But basically like that's like Ruth is telling me that she had a not so great uh, uh, dream and that there is a little girl and this little girl was like came into the garage and like was pissed off at them and like telling her like, well, you're not supposed to be here. Like I'm here. I came with her. I brought her. And the this little girl had this like Raggedy Ann doll, not Raggedy Ann, but just like a rag doll kind of looking thing, like oversized head and like slender little like body thing. So Annabelle. But yeah, but not like red hair. And but yeah, so this, but this little you know girl in the dream had this little doll, and like she would, but she was kind of like a teenager ish. Like she wasn't like a little girl. Like a preteen. Little girl. Yeah, like maybe preteen, like super early teens. Yeah. And yeah, that she came in, she that she was like kind of like short and like a little stocky um, and had like dark, like brunette hair. And um, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, that she was like pissed that dad and her were here because she's like, well, I'm here. Like I brought, you know, somebody like you're not supposed to be here kind of thing. And I was like, yeah. But I don't know. That's creepy. It could be the little girl that's, or the girl that's like been around me that, you know, has come have up. Have you had any other guests besides them who have stayed since you've had the doll? No. No. That, well, I don't know if Carlos's parents stayed the night, Mother's Day, or if they stayed with Ale. I don't, I don't remember. Like, but I wasn't here, so I don't know. Mm. Um, and I feel like they would not bring that up or tell me if they had, like, if something happened. Because I don't think they even know I have the doll, so. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, well. Uh, but at least my doll is not as creepy as Robert the doll. Shall we get into Well, it's creepy like the and... one that's in the garage. That I don't want that one. That needs to I don't go want that home one. with you. I don't want that. Oh, one. man. I, sh- I forgot to put it in your luggage when you came down from Mother's Day. Screamed. You probably had would I, not have had, known. Well, had I opened my luggage and then seen this random ass doll, I would I would burn the shit out of that. No, I would have sent it back to you. I would have shipped it back to you and be like, hey, brother, just expect like a gift from me because I love you so much. And I would be the doll. in the trash. Whatever. <laughs> because I would have known what you were planning. <laughs> I would have put it in a different box. With like a fucking PS5 box or some shit. <clears throat> Make one you of those. open it. Whatever, whatever. Xbox? No. Anyway. Okay. Uh, okay, so let's get into Robert the Doll. Um, I'll start it. Okay. So the origin of Robert the Doll, it, it, it kind of varies a little bit depending on what you read or what you listen to. Um, 
I feel like the most consistent story that I've heard was that he was a gift um, to Robert Eugene Otto, um, who was, I guess, the original owner of Robert the Doll. And yes, they have the same name. Um, But apparently he was a gift from his grandfather, which I've also heard grandmother. So yeah, just it, it kind of just depends on like what you listen to or like what podcast you listen to or like what you read. Um, so I, you know, the, the most consistent, I guess you could say story is that is from a grandfather. Um, I have also heard grandmother, but the thing is, and granted, I know like people have two grandfathers, but I guess like typically, uh, but specifically this grandfather that they were talking about died nine years before he was born. So it was like, so then did he actually gift it to him? Um, but apparently it was for for Robert. So the, the little kid's name is Robert Eugene Otto, but he would go by Gene because he loved, you know, this doll so much that he felt that this doll should be named after him. So he named the doll Robert. But because this doll was now named Robert, they just they both couldn't be Robert. So he started to go by Gene and well, Robert was Robert the doll now. Um, and so there's, there is this other theory that, uh, it was apparently a gift from, uh, uh, one of like the, the nannies or like a young maid who practiced, uh, voodoo and she supposedly hexed the doll and like retaliation for something like, you know, that they wronged her in some way. So she's like, all right, well, I'm going to curse this doll and, um, give it to your son basically and and supposedly she had also like practiced voodoo in in the house and like in the backyard and stuff and that she would do these rituals around robert himself um and she was caught and again you know they screwed her over in some way so she was tried to gain their trust back basically by gifting him this uh this doll but um but the other the other weird thing about this though and like why that doesn't really align is uh he this doll came from the stife company stife i believe is how you pronounce it stife stife something like that um but it's actually the same company that started to or first manufactured the teddy bear in honor of theodore roosevelt so in case you didn't know that teddy bear was because of theodore roosevelt now you know fun fact um but he was actually not even intended to be sold like as a toy. He was just like a, a display. And um, he was, research has been done and he was apparently fabricated to be like a window display basically. And he was like a clown or like a jester or something. And uh, if you guys have seen pictures of Robert the doll, and we'll go into a description in a little bit he's wearing this sailor suit and that sailor suit was actually like gene we'll call him gene robert gene or robert eugene otto um he started to go by gene right so that was actually gene's clothes but because this doll was so big it actually fit the doll so the outfit that you see uh robert the doll wearing that was actually uh, an outfit that gene wore as a child and it just happened to fit this doll but um so yeah it used to be some sort of like clown window display thing and then they just 
brought it home. But the fact that it was a display from like a higher end toy company kind of tells you that whoever bought it had to have some type of money. So the chances of it being a gift from like a maid or like a nanny or whatever were kind of low. So then it goes back to, okay, it was a grandparent or some sort of family member who had money because these people had money. Um, So, yeah, I just felt like that was like, you know, wherever you look, whatever you read, it's slightly different and you can't get like a, uh, like an like alternate true, version. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no that. Yeah, there's so many alternate versions. Like you can't get like a a fact. Like for sure, this is what who gifted it to him, or like where he got it from. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a little weird that there's no like set. Like this is what happened, or this is how he got it. It's but like uh, Joker, do you want to know how I got these scars? I know he just changes it up every time. Yeah. yeah, basically. Um, but Eric, do you want to kind of talk about what he looks like? Because he's pretty fucking creepy if you've never seen him before. I kind of was trying to avoid saying exactly what you just said because I don't want to disrespect the doll, even though I don't have him in front of me. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Disrespecting um, the doll. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like you said, a little boy in a sailor suit whose face looks only vaguely human. Uh, his nut, he has a nub for a nose, kind of like Voldemort, I guess, right? Or maybe a little bit more for He's got a little bit more, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little more than Voldemort, like a but less than Parapin holes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll post covered... pictures of him too, guys, but. Yeah. Uh, see, the other thing you mentioned about his, the his size, I, I don't remember him being that big when he came out on the show, but either it wasn't the actual doll or I just don't remember him. Like, I don't remember the episode that well. He's, I mean, granted, I don't have a ruler to measure him, but I feel like he's like at least a solid, like three feet. So maybe it was like a baby, like a baby outfit or something. Anyway. Here, can you want me to show you? Maybe he's like four feet. You don't want me to show you? No, I'm good. I'll look at it <laughs> when it's daytime outside. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this other picture and like, I'm like, okay, maybe he's closer to actually four feet. Oh, no, he's three feet tall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Quick Google search will tell you. He's three feet tall. I guess so, correctly. <laughs> he's covered in brown necks like scars. His blonde, He has blonde hair slicked back and tucked in under a sailor hat. His eyes are beady and black. He has a small malevolent smirk across his face and his lap is holding his own toy, a dog with garish popping eyes and a too big tongue hanging out of his mouth. Kind of like my dog, Margo. She's a boxer. She's got a huge tongue. She's so cute, though. This dog's not so cute. Um, yeah, even the dog is creepy, though. Again, we'll we'll post pictures so you guys can, can see, but... Um, yeah, those the, like the little like nicks that he has in his face that look like scars. It it almost when I first saw it, it almost looked like like if you burn like foam, like a foam oh, okay. padding. That's kind of what it looked like all over. And then you can see like what he's like stuffed with, like the straw and like hay or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it just looks like he has these like holes or like craters and scars and cuts all over his face. It's 
it just adds to the creep factor. And the dog, like, maybe it's supposed to be cute, but it's very much not cute, knowing that it's paired up with a haunted doll. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, Gene, again, Gene is, is the little boy who owns Robert the doll. Uh, he used to always blame any mischief or anything like bad that would happen in the house on the doll. And any, anytime something broke or was damaged in the house, he would just say like, it wasn't me. It was Robert or Robert did it. And you know, while you could just say, like, ah, oh, haha, yeah, like, this is just a childish, you know, thing that's happening, um, the adults in the household started to notice some odd things happening around. Um, and so Gene was so close to his friend that his parents would often hear him whispering to it and having this conversation. And you would hear, like, it seemed totally normal because you would hear gene speaking in his voice like yeah okay like this high pitch you know like childlike voice but then they would hear a deep voice in response like so deep that like a child could not be speaking so he was speaking to something and something was responding um so that that was like the number one and like probably the one of the first things that they noticed that okay here there's something not right with this doll kind of like the girl from the enfield house yeah like that whole like super crazy voice change where it's like there's no way this little girl could be making that voice is i would assume yeah like something similar but um instead of coming from gene himself they they would suspect that it was coming from this doll and i guess you know so what people really remember is that he had kind of an unhealthy relationship with the doll and he would not only talk to the doll, right? Like I said, but he would talk about it in the first person as if he weren't a doll, but like he was an actual human, like living being Um, kind of again, like <laughs> the little girl that I said, she's like, Oh, Isabel's going to come play with us and Isabel this and Isabel that. Um, so yeah, it got, it got unhealthy real quick. So, yeah. according to legend, Gene's parents would wake up in the middle of the night only to find their poor boy screaming and surrounded by overturned furniture. Sometimes they would hear him giggling or they would hear footsteps running throughout the house, uh, oftentimes in the middle of the night. And each time when Gene was supposed to be in bed, they'd find dishes and clothes thrown all over the floor. Sometimes the servants would enter rooms only to find the bedding had been disturbed as if someone had been laying in the bed or just thrown it off the bed to be assholes as a result it's uh turnover, turnover. oh as a result quit. the turnover yeah the turnover in the house was was pretty high so people didn't really stick around very long to you know keep dealing with that you know that shit can you uh, imagine like i making no. a bed and like okay the house is great and go back into the room and it's just like all thrown about i'd be pissed i mean no, I wouldn't be pissed. I'd be fucking scared. <laughs> I'd be scared too, but I'd be pissed. But because there's like ghosts that are like nice and will like fold laundry and make your bed. Like, have you heard of the opposite ghosts where like they're actually helpful and like do shit for you? Mm-mm. No? Yeah. No. There's, I've, I've heard, well, again, I listen to too many paranormal sh- shows and whatnot, but there's been ghosts that I've like heard of that 
like, yeah, I left a pile of laundry on the on the bed and I walked away. And when I came back, it was all folded. I'm like, where the fuck is that ghost? I want that ghost to haunt my house, please. Imagine. I hate folding clothes. Yeah, yeah. But this is the opposite of that. And like you make a bed and then they just. Well, I mean, it. I would assume that the turnover, I mean, just everything else, too, is like you if they if they're the type of uh, people or the, you know, housekeepers and stuff that like live in the house you're also hearing all the running around you're hearing the kid like talking to something that's there that's not there or that is there but a voice that shouldn't be coming from the child so yeah i i, I don't know <laughs> i probably probably wouldn't have been there for too long you know i say that but if i found out that isabel was in fact a ghost and not her cousin imaginary friend kind of thing mm-hmm. i'd probably be pretty psyched not gonna lie you probably would be. <laughs> i probably would uh anyway so sorry. as as eugene or as gene grew older robert became even more malicious as mutilated toys started appearing in Otto's home and in, in, in gene's home or the Otto's home like the, the family yeah and young eugene would cry robert did it that reminds me and i know you know, we're going to talk about this early, later on, but uh, it just uh, I want to say that I remember like in the Chucky movies, like that was that was um, Andy's lines like Chucky did it because Chucky would oh, do shit. What if it was? Would, huh? What if it was inspired by Robert the doll? I, dude, I think you literally. Oh, no. The person that wrote the story, I think, uh, mentions Annabelle and Chucky. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're not there yet. I don't want to play. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, it, it actually reminds – well, see, well, I'll mention it now because then it will come out – because I don't know if you put put it in there. But so so he mentioned, he mentions Robert did it. And, and if, like I said, I haven't seen the Chucky movies in a while. But if I'm not mistaken, I think Andy in the movies always yells, you know, Chucky did it. Or the mom gets after Andy for something – you know at the beginning it was just like little things that happened in the house kind of like this it it started off kind of innocent and then turned into you know chucky murdering people um but anytime the mom would get after andy andy would always yell that he would always yell that chucky did it and this and that so it it reminded me of that it also reminded me of annabelle just because of other stuff we're going to describe and then the other movie that came to mind because of the look of the doll but the story is different is uh the boy have oh, you heard yeah. of that movie? Yes, yeah. now I've seen it twice. What's, I haven't what's her seen face it. from The Walking Dead? Mm, I haven't seen it. Movie. I want to watch it, but because uh, it, it like it does kind of creep me out. Because I think in the movie, the the doll is possessed by the like their son who That's passed funny. away or something like that, and so she she has to treat the the doll yeah. like it was a kid. She's basically and a nanny for this doll. For the doll, yeah. yeah. So that that kind of sounds a little bit like this too. So I I don't know why I'm getting chills now. Like it, it's just creeping me out. Definitely watch that one. I I it's yeah. I liked. I'm not gonna say anything about it because I want you to watch it. But yeah, I I that one was pretty creepy. Um, but while we were talking about Chucky, I did like a super quick Google search, and it turns out Chucky is actually based on the haunted real life doll. And when you hear his story, you might be even more terrified than when you were in the first place because it is, in fact, Robert the Doll. So you were right in thinking that it's kind of the same thing because it is mm-hmm. based on Robert the Doll. With yeah. the whole Robert did it. 
Yeah. So that's pretty creepy. I didn't know that until like literally 20 minutes into (laughs) recording this. Yeah. Uh, Servants and visitors claimed to see the doll blink, hear the laughter themselves. And when no one was home, they would see the doll in the upstairs windows moving from window window to window. Moving from one window to another and servants said that they would find him in completely different parts of the house than where he was left just moments before. Again, that's something that happened with Chucky. The mom would come in and be like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing here? I didn't leave you here. Uh, Annabelle, that happens also. Obviously, you know, the doll was never in the same spot. And I'm, I want to assume that that would happen in the, the movie The Boy as well. But uh, yeah, like, so you guys obviously don't know. Well, you do know because we've talked about it. I have a window next to my, like, where I was recording. And, you know, I gave, we gave this thing a once through, looked at everything, blah, blah, blah. Like all the info. So like. Because I knew that for whatever reason, I, I didn't want to be staring at this window and just imagining this fucking doll outside of my window. So I, I just I had to drop the, the shades. Yeah. I don't know how you record with the shades open anyway to begin with. It's a gift. No. No, I'm joking. It just I don't know. But Stupidity. I had to maybe I had to close <laughs> it today because because I knew like this was coming i didn't want to start like and then because we have um the last time you stayed i don't know if you remember the the red uh curtain that's like a sun mm-hmm. curtain or whatever yeah uh-huh. that that wasn't there before so usually when i record that's not there the sh- and i have the shades all the way up so like the window is literally wide open but now that that thing is there there's only like a little sliver of the window so with the way my head works I could mm-hmm. like I just didn't want to just picture a little doll staring at me through this little corner of the window because just thinking about it right now terrifies me and you know that's where my mind would have been I would have been like focused on the window the entire time. Well, yeah, uh, luckily I don't have a window to stare out of, but uh, I I mean I know exactly what window you're talking about and like how pitch black it can be so. I would see all kinds of things. So I'm glad that that's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a window. So besides the servants, uh, school children also swore that he would appear and reappear, uh, appear, disappear, and then reappear by the window. And then just uh, so they just avoided the house. Visitors inside the house also claimed that they could hear footsteps coming from the attic and that things would seem to move about the home on their own with no explanation. Once a plumber even said that when he was hired to repair, uh, to make repairs at the auto's home, that he said that he could hear children laughing, um, even though there was no one home at the time. He was there by himself. When he looked around the room, the plumber noticed that Robert the doll had moved from one side of the window to the other, seemingly on his own. Uh, I mean, that's basically what like the school children were saying too. Yeah. Just, ugh, yeah. Anyway, like I'm getting, I don't know why I'm getting chills talking about this. Like this is like legitimately this is like those images because that's like always been not a fear of mine, but just like I I just am picturing in in scary movies when that shit happens. That's like the creepiest thing to me where they, somebody's like walking by a house and all of a sudden they see something in the window and then they're like, they do a double take and then it's gone. Like that kind of shit. 
like horror movie trope right there like doesn't matter what movie you see how many times you've seen it like it always (laughs) creeps you out well and then that's why that's why when when uh when martin had told us about casa mata like when when i like i said when we got to the parking lot my immediate thought looking up in that attic window was uh somebody was standing there because i mean like you said that's that's the trope and so i said that to my nephew to to freak him out and then when he ended up telling us that supposedly she like the daughter had been locked up in the attic and stuff like that, I was like, oh, my God, my mind was fucking blown. And like it creeped me out even more, like thinking back on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. And then just the last thing with the plumber was uh, that things that supposedly were on Robert's lap had ended up on the uh, other side of the room as if Robert had thrown the the stuff across the room. So he was being a brat and just, yeah. Yeah. Or trying to Uh, freak somebody out. Well, he succeeded. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like, if I, if I ever, well, I was going to say something else, but I entered my head and then quickly left. Uh, This is a different thought, but I think, you know, like my doll, my, my little nun doll, I like her. She's like just creepy enough, but I can tolerate her. And I think she's great. But if ever she was not in the spot that I left her, she's gone like that's it like i can't so knock on wood i feel like now that i said that out loud whatever girl is sticking around me or you know that little girl that ruth dreamt about is now gonna move her and i'm gonna lose my shit do you have a nightstand stay tuned i do okay why 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 would you why would you even just say that and put that thought in my head? Like you knew what you you knew what you were doing. You didn't even have to say the whole thing and you just said that one little bit and now my brain just went. That's because my brain went there. Well yeah, but you don't have to share that shit with me because Oh okay. I thought I thought I listen, had to share. Listen, listen. If if ever this doll ends up on my nightstand for no fucking reason. Guess what else is going to be shipped to your house? And guess what's going straight in a burning barrel? Do it. I think you do it. So if you get cursed, it's you, not me. Uh, I don't need any curses, man. (laughs) Kid, I kid. Anyway, well, that's what you get. You shouldn't have said that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shall I continue? Yes. Okay. See. So, uh, you know, he he did all these creepy things as far as like, oh, you could hear child laughing or you could hear them moving around or or the footsteps moving around the house and reappearing and disappearing in these windows. But according to some people, he may have even killed Um, one of Jean's great aunts who I feel like I almost maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I had heard that it was the great aunt that gave him this doll, too. So. I, I don't know, but apparently one of Jean's great aunts had stepped in and was like, this stall is fucked and is cursed and it has some sort of evil spirit that's living inside it. And um, that if they wanted to get rid of it, that they needed to, or if they wanted to get rid of this evil spirit, they had to get rid of the doll. And um, after she recommended this, the doll was taken away from Jean and placed inside a box and they just like put it up in the attic and just like forget about it. Screw this doll, which is what I would do too. Actually, I'd probably burn it now that I'm doing this 
report deep dive thing. But um, the next night, the aunt was found dead in her bedroom. And she had supposedly died from a stroke, but the the autos, like, the family didn't believe that. And out of fear for their own safety, they gave Robert back to Jean because they were like, okay, sorry, <laughs> like, don't kill me, which maybe I would do too, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I, I eventually, or I don't know if you want to go into that part. No, you can Because now we're fast forward. Okay. Eventually, you know, they gave Robert back to Gene and, and he Robert ended up growing up and moving away, going to college and, you know, as one does. And he went to go study at the Academy of Fine Arts in Chicago and the, the Art Students League in New York. So, I mean, he was, he was gone for quite a while and he actually became like a he oh, sorry. He also went to the Parisian Sorbonne where he met his wife, Anne. Um, and yeah, so he was, he was gone from the, for the house. He was gone from the house for quite a while. Um, and he eventually ended up growing up and moving back into the house that he once, you know, grew up in. And of course, because he moved back into that house Robert was still there. Um, and so th this house is on 534 Eaton Street in Key West, Florida. And it's called the Artist House. And it's it's, it's like beautiful. I think it's painted purple and white now, like this lilac purple. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. But um, it's a Victorian home and it's now a haunted Airbnb or bed and breakfast, I should say, not Airbnb. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I kind of think i need to go to florida and stay in this house you do that <laughs> we should do a brother sister trip and stay in a haunted bed and breakfast how fun would that be i mean it'd be more fun to stay in a regular bed and breakfast i think oh my god we can just not sleep and do a little evp sesh and record an episode and have dolls sitting on our nightstands when we I wake can up. I can bring my little nun doll and she'll protect us. I can I, bring your other doll in the no, garage. No, because my nun doll will protect us. Cause she's a nun. She has a rosary. She's a she's a holy woman. I still feel like you haven't seen the nun. Like you have seen the nun, right? I have. I have. Like literally, the only reason I got her was because like she's a nun. Like she can't be evil, right? Like she's fine. And so, like the the creepy thing about you know Gene moving back into the house, and you know now he's got a wife, and he became really attached to the doll again. Like he came right back into the old habits he had, like when he was uh, a kid, and became very obsessive of the doll. And he built a special room for Robert. And it had furniture that was was like to size like for Robert. So it wasn't like just regular size chairs, like custom made like chairs for Robert, um, toys and even a teddy bear for Robert to have of his own. And he apparently even placed it at the dinner table. Um, so, you know, Robert had his own chair and, and, and you know, plate and everything. And he would even put it next to the to the chair that was on their bedside so 
if Carlos was ever like, oh, this is my childhood doll and it needs to sit by your bedside, it'd be like, that's going to be a hell no for me. Red flag. Um, super red flag. Uh, and I mean, rightfully so. His wife Anne requested that he leave the doll outside of the bedroom. And for a while, Jean complied. But even just keeping it outside of the house or sorry, outside of the bedroom wasn't enough for her because I'm sure it was still creepy as fuck so she demanded that he locked it lock it up in the attic and um supposedly robert would still find ways to quote-unquote sneak out and he would look out of the window in the attic or sometimes be found uh sitting in the rocking chair that was downstairs and it drove Anne insane and rumor has it that she eventually ended up ending her life because of this doll but again this is allegedly and it's only rumors so again this brings me back to the whole like those two instances there that reminds me of again i haven't seen it but from the previews the boy where like she would sit him at the like table and feed him i don't remember if if they would put him there during dinner or not um and annabelle sitting in like the rocking chair and i think in annabelle creation or something like that um it's they they have a room specifically for her where she's locked locked up and then when the little girls come to to live there that orphanage or whatever they tell them like don't go into that room uh yeah and i don't remember if the man has the key or something like that but somehow they the one of the little girls gets the key and stuff and um yeah so that that reminds me of um of you know annabelle as well that whole being having their own room with the and i think it was the daughter's room previously but uh-huh. they had like the the playhouse and the the bed and because supposedly the daughter's spirit or whatever was haunting the doll now or something like that 11 11 oh yeah <laughs> yeah you know what was funny is like doing this research again i've seen the boy and i feel like i didn't put those two together but again like i know you haven't seen it but as we're reading through this and like remembering the movie it is very similar and if the boy is not based off of robert the doll then i call bullshit um i mean obviously there's some differences there and you have to watch it and you'll be like oh shit but um there's there's some similarity similarities for sure yeah with, like, with this one the only bad thing is that i have to i can't, I can't watch them here at home because you know, my wife doesn't like scary yeah. movies <laughs> uh-huh. so i have to watch them like at work and so when i do have to watch them like at work like it's when my patient's asleep or whatever yeah and all the lights are off like there's <laughs> only like a little night light so it's like really dim in there and so like it really gets you into that creepy mood, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So yep, I can imagine. Because then uh, can, can you imagine like I'm sitting there like to. watching this movie, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I just see like a little shadow run past the light or something. Like, well, the fact that you've already seen like a little shadow like peek out from behind uh, the door, like, hey. Yeah. What you didn't and think about that? No, <laughs> like, I, I did, but and then like I've also felt like I've seen like a little boy sitting on a sofa and just. Well, I don't know what to tell you. 
and then and then the parents feel like they've had experiences as well and although i will say that i feel a lot more comfortable in this house than i do in the one that we were at previously at the other one it was just oh i don't know if it was the location if it was the house because like the location was kind of like on a like it was kind of out there but i you you we there were still neighbors you know next to you mm-hmm. and behind and stuff like that you know it's not like they were like super far away so i, I don't know what it was it, it just the there is just something about the house that i hated absolutely right. hated when i had to be there alone with my patient like when the parents would you know go somewhere or you know come back like super late like I hated being there by myself. Like it was the worst. Mm. Uh, like I hated having to. If that ever happened, I I preferred to just stay in the room. But mm. like there was points where I have I like absolutely had to walk out. So I preferred to you know just go into the into the restroom because it was like right out like really close by to the door instead of having to walk to the kitchen because the thing is like in this in the kitchen the sink had like a window in front of it so and it didn't have any curtains or blinds or anything so like literally i would like be rinsing something and i could just feel like somebody was watching me from outside and then like when i would walk out from the room and walk to the kitchen again it's not like like as soon as you walk out like the dining area is there and then the kitchen's like right there so like it's maybe 12 feet you know 12 15 feet away but even just like walking past the right was the living room and like just like i always felt like something was looking at me from the living room or i just felt like something was there so like yeah. it was just those presences that you felt that that for whatever reason and like i said i feel like i've had some experiences at this this place where we're at now but i don't feel as creeped out or whatever as you know i used to uh in that other house yeah yeah so there seemed like there's something a little more malevolent over there than yeah. here. So for a while, the house remained uninhabited, but eventually a family moved in and restored the house and in the process found the doll. Again, this sounds like, you know, the whole Annabelle thing where the, the little yeah. girls come in and they find the doll. They What they ended up doing because they found the dolls, they packed him up and they moved him uh, back into the attic eventually and eventually donated him to the museum. But it wasn't out of charity. Obviously, I mean, they, it was they were they're fucking scared because, of course, they were I, any any human in their right mind who doesn't love to go out and hunt ghosts would be terrified of this doll. Well, and that's the thing is like just looking at it at him was creepy, but that wasn't even enough to like get them to donate it. Yeah. Right. Like <clears throat> they donated it because. Because they started noticing objects move around the house. They heard giggling and soft footsteps throughout the house. And eventually their 10-year-old daughter reported seeing the doll moving around the house. And even one said that the doll tried to attack her. And uh, she still claims that to the, to this day. Like, she claims it as a fact, you know, even as an adult. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, again, all those things are, yeah, justifiably. So, like, I would definitely... I didn't like where do you even take that like I guess because we grew up Catholic not that I like you know not we don't uh, really practice anymore right but I the only thing that I the only place that I would think of taking something like that would be to the church you know what I yeah mean? like y'all deal with that shit <laughs> <clears throat> yeah for sure 
So the final. Oh, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, no, no. You do it because I was going to go, but no, you do it. So the final straw happened when one night they heard laughter and the sounds of movement in the house. They freaked out and turned on the the. They freaked out and turned on the bedside lamp only to find Robert at the foot of their bed with a fucking knife in his hand. Can you? I, That's going to yeah. be a hell to the knot for me. <laughs> It would that, have been that's... just as creepy if he was like sitting in the rocking chair, like with a knife, or on their bedside table. Straight up, I know you can't like kill a ghost with a gun, but I probably would have pulled a gun from my nightstand and like tried to like just put a bullet <laughs> in him and see, just just to make sure that he's not like some human in like a doll suit or some shit. Yeah. Um, that's some um, chunky shit right there for that sure. is exactly and how do how do they I, I think i probably blocked this from my memory in this part i should probably remember because just in case but how do they end up killing chucky like how does chucky die did they like, burn him which which one of the times um right <laughs> there's like 20 movies the second one because i know I yeah did. i know he comes back and then like his girlfriend also like chucky's bride or whatever like being to be honest life, with you but... i don't remember i think on one of them he gets shot um we'll see maybe like we'll, in, we'll take out a haunted doll <laughs> in, in part three in part three he uh andy's already older and stuff and he's like at a military school and and he and chucky ends up falling into like a this big ass fan and gets like chopped up and that's I why i remember the, that and the bride of chucky he comes like she sews him together because he had been mm-hmm. like chopped up and stuff and then in that one i think they burn him no no, no they burn the girlfriend but in that no okay so that's the one where he gets shot in the graveyard. I don't know. I would have to look it up. I it's been so long since I've seen those movies. The one that I've seen the most is part 2. I think I've only seen Chucky the like the original one once. Mm-hmm. And the second one is the one I've seen the most cuz I think um I don't remember if Oh, he's burned alive. Yeah, they burn him in the the fireplace. The mom throws him in the fireplace. Oh. Yeah. In the first one? In the first one. Yeah, okay. because in the second one they they like restore him for whatever reason. Like, cause I remember the opening scene is like them taking him to the good guy factory or something like that. And they, they're scraping away all the, like the burnt stuff and they, they just replace all the parts and, and the, I think they put like a new voice box in or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So he comes to life again because they, they put him back together um, with all new parts, but they put him back together. And then I think, Andy, I don't remember if the mom dies or they put her in like a psych ward or something like that. So he ends up like in foster care and the place that he ends up staying at, they get him a good guy doll, but Chucky somehow finds him and like, like kills or gets rid of the, the good guy doll that they gave him. And then, Mm. you know, so yeah. And that's how the whole, that whole movie starts, but I don't remember how they kill him in that one. I feel like I I need to rewatch them, but I kind of don't want to because sure it'll be triggering (laughs) (laughs) um so uh we i forgot to mention earlier that the or i guess we forgot to mention earlier the people that uh bought the house their the family was the the rooters right yeah rooters Rooters. um and so uh myrtle rooter ended up uh, you know, buying the house in after Otto's death in 1974, and she also became Robert's new caretaker. And again, you know, just like before, visitors 
would hear footsteps in the attic and giggling, really footsteps throughout the house, not even just the attic at this point. And uh, some said, some claimed that they would see Robert's facial expressions change if anybody were, were to badmouth Otto um, in his presence. And uh, Myrtle said that Robert would move around the house on his own and that after 20 years of this bullshit, which like after 20 minutes, I'd be done with this. But after 20 years of his antics, she finally donated him uh, to a museum where he's at now. After 20 years and the, the and the doll attacking her 10 year old daughter and finally standing at their bed with a fucking knife, they decide that that was enough. Like. Right, um, but so like I understand that you got rid of the doll, great, yeah, but it took you that fucking long to to I get rid like, of it. I feel like I have heard in whether it was I think probably like a paranormal show or something that like the creepy stuff would happen, but it would happen so like there was so much time, in, yeah, infrequently. There's so much time in between that you're like, oh, okay, it's gone. And then it's like, bam, it happens again. And then like another however many months pass, and you're like, okay, it's gone. And then bam, it would happen again. So I, I almost feel that like if it was happening like that, then yeah, I would probably be like, well, why am I going to move out of my house? It's probably gone now. And then. I mean, don't move happened? out of the house to get rid of the well, doll. I mean, yes. Yeah, you're right. Well, if I found a doll with a knife at the foot of my bed, I'd probably just burn down the entire neighborhood. So. He ended up getting donated to the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, and he's been there since 1994. Um, the, the super creepy thing about Robert the Doll is you have, well, we've badmouthed him. A- well, okay, let me rephrase that. I have badmouthed bad him a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, in recording this this episode, uh, just calling him creepy, but because he's pretty creepy if you've never seen him before. But you apparently have to ask for permission if you're going to take pictures. Uh, if you say anything negative about him, you have to say, sorry, Robert. Um, so just make sure that you apologize. And there's been plenty of times where people... Um, have maybe said like, oh, I don't believe in this, like it's bullshit, or have said bad things about him, or have taken a picture without uh, permission, and then they have all these misfortunes happen, and um, you know whether it's like life situations, like losing money, or car breaks down, or like car accidents, or health issues and stuff that happens. Um, so people have actually written in to the museum saying like please tell Robert that I am so sorry that I said or did or didn't do, you know, A, B, and C um, because they're trying to get rid of this curse that they believe that he has put on them. And uh, so, yeah, he, he gets at least like one to three letters every day from people who are asking for an apology, basically, or like begging for forgiveness. I'm sorry. Um and some people even ask him for advice or like how to hex people who have wronged them, which that's a line you don't want to cross people. Just don't do that because <laughs> whatever you send out comes back to you threefold. Um, but yeah, they say they receive more than a thousand letters 
uh, a year, which they keep like a whole catalog of it. And they'll even send, so they'll send him, you know, supposedly now it's a thing where you, he likes sweet things. So like they'll send him, you know, cookies or candies or things like that. But they have also sent him joints, which I don't know what that has to do with anything, but, um, yeah, they kind of just toss all that stuff out and they just keep the letters. But, um, I feel like it's kind of similar to some of the items that Zach Baggins has in his museum because I feel like that was the thing of like people saying like, oh, this is bullshit. And then they write back to be like, oh, tell this thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's where he lives now, basically. And he's uh, he lives in this uh, like climate controlled box that was donated or paid for by a quote unquote fan. Um, and like he, he paid to have this special box built just for Robert so that uh, it'd be climate controlled and he'd be safe and preserved. And they check on him once a month or something like that, just to make sure that he's doing well. And yeah, you can, you can see him now. So you said hexing people <clears throat> has to come back to you threefold, right? Can I like, hex somebody to be rich that's not a hex oh damn it okay if you want something to come to you you just manifest it oh i want to be rich hey i bought a lottery ticket and and it had specific i want to be rich with money and love yeah that's what i'm saying because you can be rich but you can be rich with Many things, but what is it that you want to be rich at? And the other thing, which, well, I know you, so it, I understand, but it's like, are you just wanting money just to have money or are you wanting money because you need it to like pay off a debt or like pay off like this and that? Because like, you're not just going to get money just to get money. But if you need it for something specific and you ask for it and you ask the universe for it, then you can manifest it. There's also things like mantras and just say it over and over. Like, I am worthy of abundance in love and money and whatever it else is that you want a lot of. And you just say it every day over and over. And you manifest that shit. So uh, yeah. I, I, I don't buy lottery tickets a lot. Like, I buy them from time to time. Um, and uh, I needed a break of 20. And I didn't want to like. I didn't want to buy like me and Valeria, my wife. We've been trying to eat better. Uh, we don't drink a lot of cokes, but we've just been trying to stay away from sugary drinks. You know, eating um, better food, stuff like that. So <clears throat> I needed a break at twenty, and I didn't want to go buy a sugary drink or anything. So I said, "Ah, fuck it, I'll gamble instead," because <laughs> that's much better. But yes, anyway. But I mean, like I said, I, I just needed to get rid of a couple dollars. So I ended up buying, I was like, I'll take a what, what, mega million or whatever. And I bought it and I looked at the, I looked at the, <clears throat> actually I had gone in there and I, and I was gonna ask the girl, you know, for the card so I could fill it out and choose my own numbers. But, uh, she didn't ask me. I, they really don't ever ask you, like you <laughs> say it and they just print a ticket out. It's like, well, no, I wanted to, okay. Win a million dollars. Yeah, so she ended up well, hopefully more. It was like hundred million. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but anyway, she ended up giving me the ticket, and I looked at it, and I well, I had I was like, wait, but I, 
And then, but by that time she had already, she was like, oh, you wanted to choose. I was like, that's fine. Just give me the ticket. And then I looked at the ticket and I was like, yeah, that looks about like similar to some of the numbers I was going to pick. And um, mind you, I've bought them like within the past year or two, I've, I've bought them sporadically throughout the years, the, these last two years. And um, I, one of the numbers that I got uh, on this ticket was 33. Mm. And uh, that was the only number I hit. Uh, oh, really? like out of yeah, out of all, I think it's like six or seven numbers or something like that. That was the only number that I hit, and then wow. all the other numbers were super close, dude. Like, like say I had like a fifty-seven, the 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 number was like fifty-nine or like sixty mm. or something like that. It was like super, like you know. I was like, God yeah. damn it! I was like, I wonder if I would have actually chosen if I would have you know hit Gotten the numbers. It. And yeah, and like when I looked at the ticket, like I kind of felt good about it. Like obviously one number isn't good, but yeah. uh uh, yeah so let's get moving on for uh, apparently it's not a hex that say you know you want somebody to be wealthy no no a hex is usually something negative that you're like hexing well no that's a lie because uh when i like the i when i do the specific market there's uh somebody that i know in particular that she'll come by my table and she looks and she's like Okay, I've already hexed the pieces that I want, so no one's going to buy those. I'll be back later. <laughs> and, like, the market goes on, so she needs to make money, right? And then once she's made money, then she comes back. She's like, it's still there. And, like, she, like, buys all these things. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I'm, like, thank grateful that she bought it or whatever. But she's like, okay, I've hexed everything that I want. I'm like, okay, well, as long as you buy it, that's fine then. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. So something that you mentioned right now about Robert as well, like um, about uh, like him hexing people who don't believe and stuff like that. When I first saw the doll on on the the episode where they do that whole museum mm-hmm. thing, I was kind of freaked out. Um, well, not freaked out. I was kind of like, I don't know about this. And then they said non-believers. It's like, oh, okay, I believe this shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's it's like it's one of those things where like. I'm like, I don't know, man. But then if there's even a sliver of a chance that it's real and that, you know, he's legitimately like, you know, can hex you, I, I'd just rather not. Yeah, th- there is. Well, um, you know, this encounter that we're going to read here in a second. Um, if you go and into this like Reddit thread, well, he'll he'll say it, but it's just a bunch of. Like, I'm sorry, Robert. I'm sorry, Robert. I'm sorry, Robert. Like, um, well, you best believe we're saying I'm sorry, Robert. We're gonna say, we're gonna, yes, hell yeah, we're, we're definitely say saying I'm sorry, yes, Robert. Yes, at the yes. end of this, for sure. Well, should should I read this story so then we can then say I'm sorry, Robert? Yes, <laughs> okay. Um, so this is a, a story that we found off of Reddit, um, from Rom's K4V. It's called My Encounter with Robert the Dog. So this is back in 2017, I was 14 when I went to Florida with my family for three weeks uh, of beaches, pools, restaurants, and local food. The kind of holidays I will never live again. I hear you, bro. Uh, And one evening, I was on YouTube and I was watching a video of Squeezy. I don't know who that is because I don't watch YouTube. So, I do, but I've never heard of them. uh, Oh. Was apparently this person's favorite videographer at the time. 
uh, and this video, he was telling the well-known story of Robert the Doll. The story begins at the turn of the last century when, so again, remember how I talked about different origins of like who gave uh, Jean this, this doll? But so this person had heard that uh, it was a, an African maid of the Otto family. Um, They're, you know, rich Floridian aristocrats. Um, and so this, this maid gave the doll to their son, Robert. And from the beginning, Robert falls in love with the doll and never leaves it. Everything that we just talked about in this entire, like, hour-long report. Um but legends, you know, quickly circulate that the doll is haunted and that the maid practiced voodoo and bewitched the doll to harm the family. So, again, everything that we just um, kind of went over today. At the end of the at the video, Squeezy announces that the doll can now be seen at a museum in the United States at the Art and Historical Museum in Key West, Florida. Stunned by this news, I looked to see if this information was true, and yes, it was. I immediately told my parents, asking them if we could, if we would be passing through Key West on the trip, and of course, on the last three days, just before returning to France, we would make a diversion to Key West, so it was decided I would meet Robert the doll on the last full day of our trip. Key West is the southernmost city in the United States. Is it or is it Brownsville, Texas? Just kidding. Well, I mean, okay. I know, I know, I know Florida kind of goes a little lower than, than Texas does, so. I mean, they Fine. might still be wrong. I could look at a map. Go look at a map. The Keys. Yeah, yeah. The, it might be, dude. It's like right there. Yeah, it's fine. I'll forgive him. <laughs> um, He's French. Right, yeah. So Key West is the southernmost city in the United States, and you have to take a highway. According uh, to this French person. According to this French person. uh, Bordered on both sides of the ocean. So it's extremely isolated pre-island. As a result, the local folklore is extremely strong, and Robert is known to all. Besides, to justify a mistake, the local children used to say, Robert did it. Well, not the local children, but... uh, Jean, basically. The last day came, and with excitement, my family and I set off for the museum. It was a very uh, dilapidated and unwelcoming fort, hollowed out by time. The wind and the sea with seagulls eating the corpse of their siblings in the car park. I don't know, man. That seems kind of exaggerated. I don't know if that's an actual oh, thing. Or pretty... He was just doing it for the story. I think he was doing that for the story. That's pretty dramatic, if I should do say so myself. We enter, and a red-headed lady in her 50s is at reception. We talk to her to find out about the museum and, uh, incidentally, to find out about Robert from the most qualified person in the, muse- uh, the museum guard. There we don't joke with Robert. To take a picture of him, you have to ask, for, ask him a question and wait for his answer. Some say that a bright reflection in his black eyes means a positive answer. The lady warns us that some people weakly disrespect the doll and it, it ends up sending a letter and then they end up sending a letter of apology to Robert at the museum so that he will stop the mischief. So 
again, what we just talked about. Like, if you are disrespectful, then he will fuck you up. Um, she adds that there's a video of a man hitting Robert's class. This man died later that day in a road accident. And the creepy thing is I've actually heard, like, other than this Reddit story, like, I have heard that story before, too, that he hit the glass and then he ended up dying. Um, well, I, a little little French that I was, naively asked if I could ask Robert to take a picture of him, as advised, in French, in a foreign language. And what did the lady reply? Try it. You'll be the very first. Like, yeah, if some lady said that to me, I'd be like, nah, you know what? Um, it's I'd fine. rather not. <laughs> it's fine. Um, we started the visit, and my family and I were really enchanted. We were like crazy. We explored all corners of the fort and searched for Robert, uh, apprehending all the same our meeting. Right? Apprehending all the same we're meeting. Yeah. We pass old cannons, military costumes, uh, old rusty weapons. And as we turn down a hallway on our right, there he is. Robert, the century-old doll accused of being the reason of multiple unexplained deaths in the Key West. The inspiration for the Annabelle and Chucky dolls. So, had I read this whole story, I probably would have known that. <laughs> <laughs> The main subject of Squeezie's horror video here were, and here we are face to face. The doll is tall. So like I said, like about three feet tall, sitting on a chair and enclosed in a glass cage. Behind him, letters of apology from multiple countries, Mexico, Germany, Qatar, all written in English and imploring Robert to break the curse he had cast on them, which dissuaded us being impolite, which, yeah, I would, I would think so. I take my courage in both hands and say, hello, Robert, I am from France, and I will be delighted to take a picture of you. Could I? In, uh, in, in French. French, a world first. Yeah, meaning that, that line that he just said, he said in French. And so, like, no one's said that before, world first. Bonjour, Robert. Oh, my God. That's good. That's good. I take a picture of him and send it to all my friends via Snapchat to show that I was the bravest. And then in quote or not quotes, but a parenthesis says reckless. Like, yes. Yeah. Reckless. For, <laughs> reckless. Fucking sure. uh, the bravest or reckless kid of my generation. With my photo taken, we hurriedly finished our visit and then returned to the hotel. The next day, the day of the big departure, we don't have breakfast because of a lack of time. Pack our bags and climb into our car to Miami where we'll take a plane to France in the afternoon. At 11 o'clock in the morning, we come across a Wendy's, a fast food specialized in breakfast. I don't know See, if it specializes call, I was going to say, this is why, the two reasons I call bullshit, on, call bullshit on this story. Not because of what happens in the story, but okay, three things. The seagulls. Two, he said breakfast at eleven o'clock at Wendy's. That's 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 cap. That's complete not, not true. You won't probably get breakfast at Wendy's past ten thirty. It's like what a maybe eleven. Like, but I mean, you won't get it at eleven because at eleven, I'm sure they're gonna stop serving breakfast. And yeah. two, Wendy's does not specialize in breakfast. They nope. specialize in burgers, and their like chili's pretty good too. The chili, and then great. if you, I hear, I hear if you dip the the fries in frosty, that's pretty good. I've never done it, it is. though. It's good, uh, sweet and salty. So, yeah, I might call cap on this entire story just because of those three things. 
Well, had I not heard like multiple instances with some of these things happening, then I'd call bullshit. But okay, so then the know. most unbelievable thing isn't the whole Robert the doll part; it's the, it's the Wendy's, fast food, the seagulls. Um, yeah, yes. the fast food, the seagulls, oh. and him getting breakfast from Wendy's at eleven o'clock. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we stop there to eat. We sit down, order, wait, receive, eat, and then pay for our order. See, Which okay, you pay number for four. Your order. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> When we finish our meal, we go back to our car and we are shocked to find it is uh, really in a really abnormal state. All the windows are broken except for the front one. There is glass inside our car as much as outside, meaning that the windows exploded and were not smashed from the outside. Okay. And more disturbing, our suitcases are intact. My headphones that were on the back seat are still in the same place, and uh, that's exactly where I had left them. We weren't robbed. We weren't carjacked. We weren't stolen. The windows just exploded all at the same time, as if Robert did it. You know how I know he's not from the U.S.? What? Because he went to Florida and left his headphones in the backseat of the yeah, vehicle. that's true. I would not. You don't do that. I don't think you do it in any state, but Florida, man. You got some crazy people over in Florida. I mean, we got a lot of crazy people here in Texas, too. But It's true. So, yeah, guys, that was uh, our deep dive into Robert the Doll. Um, as you know, because I've mentioned a billion times, I hate dolls, except now I own one. But what do you guys think of Robert the Doll? Did you know that he inspired Chucky? I, I feel like he didn't necessarily inspire Annabelle because Annabelle was inspired by Annabelle. Oh, true. Um, you know, but I, you know, Chucky and and maybe the boy, the boy, right? Mm-hmm. Is the movie probably yeah. those two? I can I can see that happening. Um, but yeah, I guess dolls just do the same shit, man. Well, I mean, and I think I've like mentioned, I've mentioned in the podcast before to like other guests about that one um, Etsy store that like essentially adopts out haunted dolls. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's so weird to me. I mean, I guess any object, I guess technically could be haunted. Sometimes I think the desk that I, the antique desk that I bought is haunted. But um, I don't know. It's, It's crazy to think that spirits can attach themselves to to objects in general but when you do a doll it's like why of all things would you do a doll but that's the thing that freaks me out actually sorry now that i'm thinking about it is like the desk that i bought it has a mirror in it and it's like an old like vintage mirror yeah well i well it's from the 50s i don't i don't know so but it's still like an older like you can see it like in if you look at yourself in the mirror like it's very much antiqued does your like, face start to distort? I don't want to look at it for long enough because I'm afraid that's going to happen or that I'm going to see something behind me. And That'd be fucking scary. I know. That's why I don't want to look at it. And part of me is like, should I turn that into a scrying mirror and like paint it black and so it would be a black mirror? But then even more so, I'd probably see something I don't want to see. You should have Carlos stare into it since he doesn't really you believe know, in anything. He's skeptical. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I will. But, just be uh, like, hey, sit here and stare at this for 30 minutes and tell me what you feel about your skepticism when you come back. Well, the thing is, too, like, 
it's scientific fact that if you stare into a mirror for too long, then you will start seeing things and hallucinate. So there's that. Yeah, it's called paranormal science. Is it? No, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Rob the Doll freaks me out. I am thoroughly creeped out. Okay. Now, you kept getting goosebumps, so I would assume yeah. so. I wasn't a fan of this episode. You Just wanted talk. it. I gave you what you wanted, sir. So, well, I don't know you. know, sometimes you. what we want isn't always what we need. And well, this I did not need in my life. That's on you. Just that out there. I actually think I have my the next deep dive. Uh, it's because it's different because it's not something Hispanic and it, and <laughs> it's something I've never personally heard of. What is it? Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. So the way my my niece pronounced it, it was a teke teke. So, but that's teke, like in teke? Yeah. So it's or I don't know if it's a tiki tiki, but it's a t e k e. And it's a Japanese thing. Mm, I feel like I know this. Okay. Uh, um, so that's probably going to be the next deep dive because I she kind of like briefly like said something about it and it sounded really creepy. And I was like, oh, this sounds really cool. And then she showed me some images and I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty fucking creepy. But yeah, that'll be interesting. Because it, it, it's different. I mean, I, I have I have no clue. I just what she read off, you know, briefly. Um, but it sounds interesting. It kind of reminds me a bit of a banshee type yeah thing but we'll see we'll see how it goes um i'll look into it and i'll have that for the next deep dive sounds like a plan all righty guys well if you'd like to contact us check out our website that we believe you.com on the website there's a tab where you can find all our social medias so make sure you go like follow and share on facebook instagram and twitter There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the podcast directly on our website or click the link to your favorite site to listen to podcasts such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us and leave a review as well, well, which which we will read on the podcast. If you want any merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on the t-shirts and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you all want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want to share. You can also send in your stories for our stories of eye strangeness. And if you send them in Spanish, we can translate them for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you? Do you?